Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Psalms 150 and verse 7 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. If you can hear me, then you have breath. And it is time for us to praise the Lord. There is so much that we can give him praise and thanks for God is good. And he is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. God is so good. His son, the Lord Jesus Christ, left heaven's glory. God the Son came to sinful earth and died on a cross so you and I can be free. And today he is calling for men and women, boys and girls to serve him. But in order for us to serve him, we must be cleansed from sin. In 1 John chapter 1 and verse number 7, the Bible says, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. So Phoebe Knapp wrote a song, The Cleansing Wave. This, these are the words. Oh, now I see the cleansing wave, the fountain deep and wide. Jesus, my Lord, mighty to save, points to his wounded side. I rise to walk in heaven's own light above the world of sin, with heart made pure and garments white, with Christ enthroned within. Amazing grace, tis heaven below, to feel the blood applied, and Jesus, only Jesus know, my Jesus crucified. The cleansing stream, I see, I see, I plunge, and oh, it cleanseth me. Oh, praise the Lord, it cleanseth me, it cleanseth me, yes, cleanseth me. In the morning, we are looking at Hebrews 11 and verse 32. And you may wonder, hey, pastor, when are we going to get out of verse 32? Well, let's see if we can get out of verse 32 this morning. In verse number 32, it says, And what shall I most say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. We are down to the last set, and that is the prophets. And we are at the last prophet that I want to share with you, and that is the prophet Isaiah. So far, as we looked at the man Isaiah, we looked at Isaiah in chapter 6, and we read from verse 1 down to about verse number 10, and there we learned some things about Isaiah. Isaiah said the year when King Uzziah died, he saw the Lord sitting up on the throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. So I shared with you what Isaiah saw. He saw the Lord Jesus in his incarnate glory. Then I shared with you what he saw brought a deep conviction. Mm. What brought a deep conviction? He was convicted of his sin when he saw the Lord. His conviction produced a confession. He said, I am a man of unclean lips. Then his confession produced cleansing. A coal was laid upon his tongue that was unclean. And this morning, I want us to look at his cleansing produce a challenge and a commission. Come with me to Isaiah chapter 6 and verse number 8. The Bible said, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, 
here am I, send me. Isaiah said, he heard the voice of the Lord. He only heard the voice of the Lord after his cleansing. May I say this again? Isaiah heard the voice of the Lord after he was cleansed. Before Isaiah was just an onlooker. Now he is a participant. God still wanting men and women to go for him. He wants to commission men and women, but they are not accepting the challenge. Why? Why is it that more don't hear him saying, whom shall I send? Why is it that more don't respond when he says, send me? Why is it that we cannot understand where he said, whom shall I send and who will go for me? The answer is, it is because of sin in the lives of his people. Isaiah did not hear him when his sin was unconfessed. You see, the sin in the life of many of his people for not going where he would want them to go is that of disobedience. Yes, when God speaks, we all need to listen and obey. The challenge and commission produce a consecration. Not only that the cleansing produce a challenge and a commission, but the challenge and commission produce a consecration in the life of this man, Isaiah. Listen to what is said in chapter 6, verse 6 to verse 8. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand. And when he had taken it with the tongue from off the altar, he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. When Isaiah was cleansed enough to hear God speaking to him, he became very conscious of the need of a man. When Isaiah became conscious of the need of a man that God wanted, he dedicated himself to the Lord. Notice what he said. He said, here am I, send me. He dedicated himself without hesitation. Not only that he dedicated himself, but he dedicated himself to the Lord's service. He not only said, here am I, he said, send me, let me go. I am ready to go. How comes? He did not say that before. Why? Because his life was not right. He had sin in his life. He was now willing and ready to go anywhere that God would send him. If God can get us, he will have our service. But may I say to you, he wants both. First, it must be here am I, and then after that, send me will be lasting. Then may I share with you, the consecration produce the command. In verse nine and verse number 10, and he said, go. Who said? The Lord. What did the Lord say? He said to go. For what reason? He said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not. See ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their ears, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert, and be healed. He said to him, Go and tell the people, 
it was the very lips that was keeping him back, God will now use. He didn't just tell him to go, but he told him to go and what he must do. Tell the people. You see, that is why God desire cleansing, because he wants to use the lips of this prophet Isaiah. He had to go to the people who knew him. Look at verse 5 of chapter 6 of Isaiah. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. He had to get it right before God could use him to help others to get it right. His problem was his lips. All the things that he would see that were not honoring to God. And the thing about that is that he knew his problem, but others also knew his problem. He said, I dwell among people and they are of unclean lips. He had unclean lips and they had unclean lips. So none of them were better than the other. And here it is. Now he's telling God to send him. What a man of God. But what made him into the man God wanted him to be was when he saw the Lord the year when King Uzziah died. May I say, sometimes our focus is too much on man and not on the Lord. For some, it may be on what they may have. For some, it is who they have. But sometimes God has to remove who or what it is that occupies our vision. The year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With train he covered his face and with train he covered his feet and with train he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongue from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. See ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of the people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert, and be healed. Yes, what a great man of God. But always remember, when one sees the glory of God, when one gets close to God, it brings about a deep humbling. It brings about Oh, that confession of sin in our lives. And it brings about the man wanting to do something for God. I trust that these devotions, morning after morning, would encourage you to be faithful and not to be fearful. We will continue with these devotions in verse number 33 and onward. 
sometime very soon in the future. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and we thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the men, oh God, that you can write about. And often I've wondered, Lord, if there was an opportunity to write about us, how many of us would be recorded in that book? Lord, we pray for your people today. We ask that you will keep them all faithful. We pray that you will keep them safe. We pray you'll hear our prayers and answer according to your will. And God, when you ask who will go for me, I trust that many would say, here am I, send me. I thank you for sending me. Oh God, I pray that you'll continue to use me as you see fit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. May God bless you all. Do have a great week in the Lord.